this one single question. What if my weight wasn't a problem? That one question opens up so many different doors. What if your weight wasn't a problem? It opens up so many opportunities to help you reframe your process of weight loss. What if it were possible to achieve your goal weight and stay there permanently without dieting? Welcome to the Stop Dieting Forever podcast, where you will discover the key components that most diets won't tell you because they want you to keep coming back. Not here. This is your last stop on the weight loss struggle bus. I am your host, Jennifer Dent Brown, life and weight loss coach, and I am going to show you how to stop dieting forever. Let's jump into today's episode. Hey, Lux Lifer, welcome to episode 90. This is your certified life and weight loss coach, Jennifer Dent Brown from jenniferdent.com. And this is a place where we get really good at questioning our beliefs about our weight so we can actually achieve our forever weight in a way that feels good and doesn't feel yucky and hard. So first of all, happy belated Valentine's Day. When I am recording this podcast, it is a couple of days past Valentine's Day. And I know, I hope you had a wonderful day of love. But most exciting for us in the Lux Life community, the boot camp began on Valentine's Day. And I am just so amazed at the amazing humans that have converged in my corner of the internet to learn the Stop Dieting Forever process. We had our kickoff call on Valentine's Day. So we always do like a live group community call and we get a chance to go around and introduce ourselves and everybody talks about who they are, where they're from, what their goal is. And then we also share one thing that we have in common with someone else that spoke before us. Even my Lux Lifers in the Stop Dieting Forever program, they're just like, you always bring together the most amazing people. And I'm like, that's not just me. That's just, you know, divine guidance, bringing together amazing women who are just determined. And the energy level, the support already, the level of determination and the level of commitment that I'm seeing in the group and within the comments and everything is just so much fun to witness. And people are already messaging me. <laughs> they're ready for the next one. These are people who didn't join this one, but they're like, when is the next one? I need to do something in the spring. I'm like, okay, the next one will be happening in May. So just go ahead and go to jenniferdent.com forward slash waitlist and add your name to the waitlist. And you'll be notified when registration opens again. We actually added a really cool add to calendar button on that page. So you can literally just click the button and the date will add populate on your calendar. But I also want you to put your name on the wait list so you can start receiving the value packed emails that I've created just for people on the wait list. Okay. So let's talk about today's episode and today's topic. And I want to talk about the normal way that people approach weight loss. Okay, the normal way that we approach weight loss, it's like as if it's a chore, it's work. It is something that we have to do. Never have you heard someone say, 
I am thrilled to be on a diet right now. <laughs> like never, right? I can just imagine that as like a meme. Somewhere along the way, we learned early on that losing weight was a hard process. It's us doing a lot of things that we don't want to do. And I often coach clients on why they find that it's easy to do the daily work, the process during the week, but on the weekends, they fall off. The reason why, because in their mind, what they're doing is work. They consider it to be work. They consider doing the daily thought work, the planning, the stop dieting and forever process. They consider that to be work. And so then they feel like they deserve a break after working all week. And so on the weekends, they're like, well, hell, I've been working all week, so I'm just going to like not do the thing that I know is going to get me the goal, the result that I want, and just eat whatever I want. Right? We call that weekend brain. And it's not a problem, right? They just haven't yet decided that what they're doing is helping them undiet their brains and helping them develop their 2.0 brain, their version 2.0 brain, which no longer struggles with their weight. So if you're someone who falls easily prey to weekend brain, just be on to yourself that you may be subconsciously feeling like you're putting in a week's worth of work when you're focused on weight loss and that you deserve a break when Friday comes around. So I think we can all agree that we generally approach weight loss as if it's going to be difficult. We approach it as if it's going to be hard and something that we just need to endure until we can reach our goal. You know, our goal weight, that coveted number on the scale, which means all of our hard work has paid off. And now we can take our foot off the gas. We can celebrate that we've reached that goal. We've seen that number on the scale. And how do we celebrate? <laughs> we go out and eat, right? <laughs> how many times have you been in that cycle? I know I have been in that cycle a lot. So that is one problem that the way that we view weight loss as if it's hard, it's difficult, and it's work, okay? The other problem attached with the way that we traditionally lose weight is that if we're not losing enough weight, so say you've started a weight loss program and if you feel like it's not going fast enough or you're not losing weight or you're not losing enough weight, we feel like something is wrong with us. And we feel like because something is wrong with us, we feel like it's out of our control to course correct and that we are failures. And if we aren't losing weight fast enough or at all, it's a problem. And so what happens is we're constantly looking at the number on the scale as a problem. Every morning you get on the scale, you look at that number, it's a problem because it's not what you think it should be. It's a problem at the beginning of our weight loss journey. That number on the scale is still a problem when we're losing weight because it's not yet that coveted goal weight number. That number on the scale is still a problem if we hit a sticky point or a plateau within our weight loss journey. And look, it's still a problem. Again, we look at that number on the scale as if it's a problem if we gain weight. 
And that number on the scale is still a problem if we finally eventually do make it to our goal weight because now we're afraid we're going to gain back what we've lost. So now that number is a problem. So how can you expect to be happy when you're constantly judging yourself and judging your weight as a problem? How can you love this problem, which is you, you, yourself, your weight, what you're doing, your body? You see that all as a problem. How can you love that? How can you think objectively and keep your brain free of the mind drama when you're always 100% focused on this problem? Now, of course, we cannot see this when we're in the middle of like trying to lose weight. We think that we just need to keep following whatever diet plan we choose, and then our problem will be solved. But here's the problem, (laughs) y'all. There is no diet program out there that's going to challenge your thinking. There is no traditional diet program out there that is going to push you to be honest with yourself about how you're really feeling about your weight. No traditional diet program is going to question your problem thinking, okay? So in a previous podcast, I think it was episode 88, I talked about the concept of keeping it real. Yes, keeping it real, y'all. We are so focused on achieving that coveted goal weight number because we believe our problems will all disappear when we reach that goal. And if this is what you believe, let me just tell you right now, you are not keeping it real. You are simply glossing over your true feelings about yourself, about your body, about your weight, when you ignore how you're really feeling about where you are right now in your journey. It's like literally trying to trudge through mud with flip-flops on trying to get to that goal weight. It is virtually impossible to feel good about your weight loss journey when you're ignoring how you're really feeling day to day and what you're really thinking throughout the day. The first thing that you want to do, my friend, is learn how to keep it real. This means being honest with yourself. This means admitting your true feelings about what you're doing as you're trying to lose weight. Listen, your true feelings won't kill you, right? Admitting how you're really feeling about yourself will not kill you. Admitting all of your problem thoughts about your weight and your body may seem scary at first. And for a lot of us who like to live in positive land and we don't wanna acknowledge the fact that we have this like, dark side, these other thoughts that we have and these other feelings about ourselves, because we want to just put on the mask and be like, oh, everything's wonderful. I'm fine. I'm great. I'm feeling good. Right. But that's not your truth. You're not keeping it real. But here's what I want to just encourage you to do when you keep it real. And I know like that might be scary at first to admit to yourself how you're really feeling about it but it's actually the most loving thing you can do for yourself. In the Stop Dieting Forever program, we use a tool called the model to help us keep it real. 
Using the model helps us identify the unuseful thoughts and the unuseful feelings, which we would rather bypass because, you know, we don't want to admit that we're feeling very critical about ourselves and our bodies, right? But once we're able to keep it real and not freak out, right? It's a skill that you get to practice. Once you can keep it real and not like let the keep it realness of your thoughts and your feelings freak you out, then you can ask yourself powerful questions like this one. What if my weight wasn't a problem? What if my weight was not a problem? How would you approach your day today? How would you show up at work? How would you speak to yourself? What would you say to yourself? What would be your primary feeling if you believe that weight wasn't a problem? If you truly believe that your weight wasn't a problem, no matter what the number on the scale said, Listen, I can bet you that you've never asked yourself that question before. And this is what I teach my Lux Lifers is like when you learn to ask yourself powerful questions, you will always get a powerful answer in return. But if you don't know to ask yourself the powerful question, then it's not going to happen. So this is what I want you to do. I want you to go sit down somewhere. I want you to go pull out your journal and I want you to keep it real. What are all of the thoughts that are causing you to feel like your weight is a problem right now? And how are those thoughts making you feel? Is this how you want to continue to feel as you trudge on to that goal weight? If not, then I want you to ask yourself this powerful question. What if my weight was not a problem? What would I do differently today? What would I eat today? How would I feel eating that thing today? The amazing thing about this here is that like this one single question, what if my weight wasn't a problem? That one question opens up so many different doors. Like I just literally rattled off like 10 different questions based off of that one question. What if your weight wasn't a problem? It opens up so many opportunities to help you reframe your process of weight loss. But if you're constantly thinking that weight loss is a problem and that number on the scale is a problem and because you're not at that coveted goal weight, it's a problem. And because you're worried that you're going to gain the weight back that you lost, it's a problem. You're never going to get to this place. You're going to find yourself in that same cycle over and over and over again, where you're always going to be like weight loss is a problem. My weight is a problem. My body is a problem. The way that I'm thinking about myself is a problem. Okay? I want you to get out of problemville. This is how you get out of problemville. Okay? So let me just recap for you in case you were like multitasking and you missed something. Now, you can always go back, listen to the podcast again, but let me just summarize for you real quick, okay? If you know that your weight is a problem, right, if you're feeling like wherever you are in your journey and you're feeling very problematic, what I want you to do is go sit your butt down somewhere, pull out your journal, set your timer on your phone for 10 minutes and practice keeping it real. What does keeping it real mean? It means that you're going to write down all of the thoughts that are causing you 
to feel like your weight is a problem. Okay, just write them all down. And then ask yourself, is this how I want to continue to feel? Like, do I want to continue to feel like crap when I think about weight loss? If you do, that's fine. No judgment. Keep doing what you're doing. You're doing a great job at it. But if you're like, you know what? I think I don't want to look at this as a problem anymore. And I'm curious to see how I can look at it differently. Okay, I want you to ask yourself this single powerful question. What if my weight wasn't a problem? What would I be doing? Okay, and just answer that question for yourself. All right, now the value in like spending the time to do that, spending 10, 15 minutes to sit there and do that is priceless because all of a sudden, losing weight no longer seems like a pain in the ass. (laughs) It's no longer work. It's not something that you have to do. It's something that you're choosing to do. It's something that you want to do. Why? Because it's not a problem. (laughs) Got it? Good. All right, Colette, play the music. This is Stop and Celebrate. This is the time in the podcast where I like to just celebrate the wonderful things that are happening in the community with my listeners, with my boot campers, with my clients. And so today I want to celebrate a boot camper. Mind you, we're in today's day two of the boot camp. So I'm celebrating a boot camper. She came to the first group coaching call, which was yesterday. And she opened up, she kept it honest, and she kept it real. Y'all, when you keep it real, that's when you allow yourself the capability to change and to transform and get closer to your 2.0 self. So I coached her. She didn't want to get on the scale. She was afraid of what the scale would tell her and what that number would mean because she knew she hadn't been on the scale in a while and she knew it would be higher, but she wasn't sure exactly how high. But whatever the number was, she was like, I'm afraid to see it. I don't even want to see it. But I love that she raised her hand and offered that and that she needed help with that because other people were like, oh, my God, I totally needed to hear that. I feel the same way. The number on the scale is like causing me angst. So she was open to the coaching that I gave her. She did her mental work, and then she came back to the group and reported the next day that she got on the scale, y'all. And she said, I weighed myself. She said, I'm at 161.3, and I didn't feel bad at all about it. It was very neutral. I saw the number. I kind of chuckled because I was like, oh, I'm in the 160s. And this is, quote unquote, the worst case scenario, because that's what I coached her on the the day before. But then she said, I was also like, but this is actually no big deal. It's okay. This is just at my starting place. And then she said, I just started getting ready for the day. And then she thanked me for the coaching. That's what I'm talking about, y'all. That's how these boot campers are showing up. They're like, look, putting all my cards on the table. This is how I'm really feeling. I'm keeping it real. I'm open to receiving help. I'm open to following this process. And when you do that, you begin to shift. The transformation begins and you start moving closer to your 2.0 mindset. 
That is what I am talking about. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Stop dieting forever process, y'all. So good. This is the transformation that happens with the process. And this is the transformation that happens within the group because she raised her hand to get coached and she was honest about her thoughts about getting on the scale. And she shared that other people were watching her being coached. They were like, oh, yeah, I'm feeling the exact same way. What you just explained and what you just went through really, really helped me. This is what happens inside this container. I love it. So if this celebration is speaking to you, and if you're like, look, I need to keep it real, <laughs> and this is what you want in your life, I want you to go get on the wait list for the spring boot camp. Go to jenniferdent.com forward slash wait list and add your name to the wait list. But in the meantime, keep soaking up all of the valuable information that I'm sharing in this podcast. And of course, if you haven't downloaded my Stop Dieting Forever five-part video series and weight loss guide, then you need to go do that too. jenniferdent.com forward slash stop dieting forever. Okay, I can't wait to see you inside the boot camp. But in the meantime, live Lux and I'll see you in the next episode. Hey, 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 before you go, I have one more thing for you. If you like today's episode and want to learn more about the Stop Dieting Forever lifestyle, I have a free weight loss guide for you at jenniferdent.com forward slash stop dieting forever. In it, you'll discover the four things you must try before you give up on your weight loss goal. Go to jenniferdent.com forward slash stop dieting forever to request your free copy. What do you have to lose but some weight? Go to jenniferdent.com forward slash stop dieting forever right now. Don't put it off until later. Decide your health is worth the time now. Go to jenniferdent.com forward slash stop dieting forever to discover what you can do to really stop dieting forever. Forever.